Hello and welcome back to the HFFL pod. We are on team breakdown, team preview number two. We have a garage pod. We got the Lynch boys here. Kellen, how you doing? Garage pod number two. I'm doing good. Looking to redeem myself from last pod where my own speaking was like nails on a chalkboard. Brendan was an electric factory, but I'm putting a dollar in the jar every time I say, uh, or, you know, because last time it pissed me off when I listened back to it. So we got uh, that's my goal for the day. WWE's own Brendan. <laughs> I'm ready, brother. I'm ready. I'm back. We talk like Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> Ooh, yeah! All right, so these two are going to break down three teams today. Uh, we're going to break down Ryan, Sam, and Mike. Um, they'll break down each of the position groups, similar to what we did on the last pod here with the boys the other night. Um, they'll break down the draft a little bit, and uh, that's we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, we don't have any recent trades, so... Tip, Mike. Yeah, Mike. What happened there? So tell us about this, Kellen. I mean, you got flamed Ma- a little bit on the last pod. Well, yeah, I did. So I reached out to Mike after the after I listened to the last pod, and I said, "Oh, I thought you were joking about like the whole second round pick for Mike Davis thing." Because I'm interested in that. I'll think about that. I'll probably do that. So I don't think they know what the trade was. It was a second round pick for Mike Davis. So just straight up. Yeah. So we talked about that. So okay. I. You know, I wanted to explore some other opportunities with his team and my team. You know, with a couple other players to swap around, maybe. Nothing too crazy. Um, he wasn't feeling it. That's fine. I was probably willing to do the second-round pick for Mike Davis anyway. So, went back to that, and he said, yeah, I've kind of soured on that in the past, so not really feeling it right now. So, that was as of just like a couple hours ago. So, quite a bit has changed since... Uh, since Wednesday night. Since Wednesday night, I guess. So, um, I guess I'll take it a little bit easy on Mike. I mean, he, you know, in the chat, he screenshotted our conversation. I don't see how it makes me look bad. I was ready to do it. So, he called me out, and now he's not willing to do the trade that he was complaining about. So, hmm. interesting. Revisionist interesting. history. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, we'll see how this team breakdown goes. I'm the guy with the microphone now, so maybe, uh, maybe I'm still a little frustrated, and I'm going to take it out on Mike's team. <laughs> well, we are going to start with Mike here. Um, he did not have any picks, so we're going to go ahead and just jump his draft unless either one of you has something there. Um, so, Brendan, why don't you go ahead and start us off with his quarterback? Uh, overall, I got an A-. Uh, Russ can obviously be one of the best fantasy quarterbacks and ro- one of the best real quarterbacks in the league. Uh, you got that backed up with old Big Ben, who isn't the greatest, but, hey, there's worse backups, so... Um, with Seattle adding a little bit with Everett Goldson, or what's his face? Yeah, that's his name, right? The tight end. Everett Garrett. Garrett. You say Everett What's Goldson? his name? Yeah. The, the old Notre Dame <laughs> quarterback? quarterback. <laughs> Shit. Hey, let's restart the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then DK is only probably going to get better. So, uh, A minus overall for Mike on the quarterback situation. Okay. Kellen, check your trade inbox. Oh, uh-uh. oh but also. Man. Also, you're on with uh, Mike's quarterbacks here. I don't know if I get service in this garage, so garage I, I received nothing so far. <clears throat> but Oh, I have one other opening comment, though, so about the last pod. Um, these teams that I whooped up on last year really had a lot to say about how I managed my team, so I will, I will leave it at that. Okay. But um, Oh, so I have a pretty short synopsis here, but uh, Big Ben's probably – an average bench guy, you know, he's a bench guy. He's not going to hopefully be relied upon. I, you know, for the good of the game, I'm hoping that uh, Russell Wilson stays healthy. And I, 
think everyone is. It just hurts the game if Russ goes down. So Russell's a top five guy. Um, very little little depth, but um, I give the position a B plus for Mike because Russ is his guy, and if he needs Ben, he's in a little bit of trouble. But let's just hope that doesn't happen. Okay. All right. Let's move on to his running backs. Looks like he might be able to use a guy like Mike Davis here, huh? What do you think, Kellen? I would say so. He's headlined by Antonio Gibson. Uh, that's his locked and loaded starter in this group. Uh, and it's a hell of a start. After that, though, it's literally just a bunch of backups. Uh, Gus, Gus Edwards, James Conner, Sony Michelle, multiple others that aren't really even worth mentioning. My grade for his running backs is a C, since he has one guy with no attractive backup options. Um I don't know who else he starts. He, he must have to go four wide receivers. I guess we'll get to that in a minute. But um, that second option for running back is ugly. Yeah, what are your thoughts here, Brennan? Yeah, pretty similar. I give him a B. Um, all three of these guys we're going to talk about, I think, are going to really benefit from only having to start run running back now uh, going forward because all three guys are pretty weak. Uh, similar to what Kellen said, Antonio Gibson and then a lot of not much else. Uh, a year ago, maybe you were seeing something different with James Robinson and James Conner, but not anymore. So overall, it'd be uh, Antonio Gibson should be pretty good for him, but after that, you're kind of in trouble depth-wise. Okay. And so why is LaMichael P. Ryan still on his roster? And he's still actually projected like eight points. What am I missing there? I don't I don't see the problem with him being on a roster. I mean, what did they, they took him in the third last year, right? Uh, I thought it was later, but I mean, so I'm just thinking like they, no, they, they took Tevin about, Coleman, yeah. I believe they drafted Michael Carter. They took I want to say there's someone else. Year. Okay. So yeah, but I mean, similar then, similar capital to Michael Carter. Yeah. Obviously, I understand what you're saying. He's got a year in the system and then they turned around and added Coleman and yeah. Carter, but. I, I actually had not high hopes, but I stashed him for a while in my keeper league. I think he's a talented dude, but I know he's just buried on the depth chart. So I was kind of frustrated last year in my keeper league that I don't know if he was given really a fair shake, but maybe he just doesn't have what it takes. The Jets don't believe in him. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I just kind of thought he was just not a thing anymore since they drafted Michael Carter, like I said, and he never really got a great chance last year. Well, we'll see. We'll see how he does in the preseason. Sure. All right, how are those wide receivers looking, Brennan? I am a B. Uh, pretty, pretty big fan of it. Um, I'm assuming he's going to start Amari Cooper and uh, Terry or, or Robert Woods. Um, whichever one isn't in the two wide receiver spot will probably get placed on on the uh, flex format. Um, then he's got Cole Beasley and a couple other guys who might be pretty good uh, to go on to the flex spot as well. So overall, I think he should be uh, able to make up for some of that running depth uh, lack that he's missing there. You think Cole Beasley will be able to find uh, time in the slot with CeeDee Lamb there now? Oh, is, that a, is that a Greg yeah, show? Yeah, I remember that last year. I was like, fantastic. man, this guy's been living under a rock all that was, season. That was fantastic. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things happened. The best part year. was that he caught his own mistake. I don't he was know, like, did he catch it? He was talking on and on. He's like, and I just realized Cole Beasley's on the Bills now. <laughs> it's like, okay, get up. Not what, hasn't he been on the Bills for like two or yeah, three years so, though? It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, last year was his first year. Like, I could be wrong. That's why he's out of the league. <laughs> All right, Kellen, what do you think about these wide receivers? Um, it's kind of similar to his running back group. Like his starters 
are fine. They're solid. Uh, but after that, it's a whole lot of nothing. So I'm assuming his starters are Bobby Trees, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin. Great starting lineup. But after that, his best depth guys are Cole Beasley, Josh Reynolds, um, a number of other guys that kind of like, kind of like his running backs aren't really worth mentioning. Um, uh, so any injuries or bye weeks, and Mike's really in trouble here. So I mean, the the starting lineup, like I said, is really solid. That's an A. But given that he's only like um, he only has one start worthy guy at running back. So he basically has to start four wide receivers, and he also has no depth here at wide receiver. My overall grade for Mike's wide receivers is B minus. Okay. Uh, what about his tight ends then, Kellen? Not a big fan of Mike's tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now, reports. There's going to be a tight end joke every, every podcast. Oh, yeah. It's too yeah. easy. It Jimmy's does sound funny, it. like just <laughs> listening on the pod. Like every time, like. like just how do you feel about his tight ends like every time i'm gonna laugh like i'm yeah i was zoned out driving to the cottage and every time i was like that very mature group um but so reports out of philly uh our jalen hurts likes uh throwing some uh to some tight ends so uh good news for dallas goddard and zach Ertz, i guess but i'm skeptical i'll believe it when i see it i guess um tyler higby is a fine option here but I just see him as very middle of the road. It's very vanilla as a tight end option goes. So um, Tight ends are tough, though. I mean, you either have one of those top, really top three guys. I'll, I'll kind of expand on that. Maybe just because I'm a TJ Hawkinson owner and I want to include myself in this group. <laughs> um, but you either have one of those top four or five guys or you just don't. Yeah. Mike doesn't. Most guys don't. So, um, you know, it, he's an okay group. He's not great. So my, my grade for Mike's tight end is a B minus. What do you got there, Brandon? Yeah, all three of the guys that we're going to break down today are kind of middle-of-the-road tier tight ends. Um, the good news is they all have, like, two guys, though, that they can they can play. So, with Mike, he struggled grading because he's got a little bit of question marks, both guys. Um, Zach Ertz has been up and down, plus he's got a new quarterback throwing to him. I guess it's been good. I haven't heard that, but according to Kellen, it's been good. Um, Higby... Has never really been super impressive, but now he's got... I would st- hesitate saying according to Kellen while you're like... No, you're the expert. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Higby's now got Stafford, who loves tight, his tight end. So uh, it, it could be good, but we really don't know. Both guys haven't done a whole lot last year. So overall, I give him a B, B minus. Um, I think one of those guys will end up stepping up. It's just going to be a matter of kind of when and do you play the right guy on the right week yeah i think playing the matchups here it could work out for mike you know it could be an okay position for him but gotta guess right each week right okay brennan let's talk about the d-line he gave him a c minus i thought this was his worst uh group um no one scored really that close to 200 points last year uh and all three of them or i guess four of them played almost all 16 games so uh, it's pretty ugly there. I think this is where he needs to get his biggest upgrade. Um, closest to 200 points is Romeo Cora with 177. Uh, you just don't want to rely on a Detroit Lions player to be your best at a position. So, give him a C minus. Okay. Kellen, what did you have there? I gave him a B plus. Ooh, uh, big discrepancy. Yeah, yeah, this, this is exciting. Um well, I'm a homer, hand up. 
Okwara is a Notre Dame boy who plays for the Lions, so double trouble there. Um, I also love Hassan Reddick. I bid on him. Um, what do we call that? The free agency bids mm-hmm. uh, or the before the draft. Yep. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to get him, and I was really excited about it, and Mike beat me out by a dollar, or, or not a dollar, a point, whatever it is. Um, I was actually, I was like excited because I thought I was going to have Hassan Reddick on my team. Um, and it turns out when I didn't get him, I was devastated. I was pissed. <laughs> so um, I actually am a big fan of the, what I'm assuming are the two starters that Mike's going to trot out there at the line. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting group for sure. A lot of players in new situations. Lawson's a new team. Yannick Ngakwe is a new team. Hassan Reddick a new team. So should be very interesting. Uh, Mike was 11th in D line scoring last year, so definitely something he's got to pick up mm-hmm. uh, going forward. So, Just got an update that the Bills are only leading the Lions by one point in the fourth quarter now. Oh, so we, we missed something. So you, get down you can't watch it now. I get Snapchats here. Do you uh, keep my trade offer yet? No. Okay, <laughs> you ready? Okay. A second oh, for uh, let me guess. Mike, Mike Davis, Davis yeah. and Javian Hawkins. So, your second's going to be way too late. Oh, my God. Here Especially go. for two guys. It's so. the best offer on the table. It is, it is because apparently you it's get the a, only offer on the table. You won't get a better right offer. Um, so, you just want that Falcons back, I guess. Yeah. There's, um, I'm not going to say declined. Let's let's sit on it and sleep on it, and we'll have a few more beers here tonight. Maybe I'll do I, it. I attempted an on-pod trade. I went for it. Yeah. Let's see what Well, happens. I feel like you're going to try one until it sticks. So. Yeah, you got to. Well, tell us about uh, Mike's linebackers, then. All right, Mike's line. Well, just so everyone knows, Mike Davis is available. I guess I guess he's a hot commodity now. So uh, hit me up if you're interested. But offer to beat right now is a second. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what are we doing, linebackers? Linebackers. Uh, so his linebackers are fine. Uh, Miles Jack, Kirksey, Eric Wilson—they're all capable starters. None of them really jump off the page but it's a solid group so my group here is b plus not, not much of an analysis there so we'll keep it short what do you got there brendan i have the same grade and for almost the same reason pretty good trio assuming they can all stay healthy they all get almost 200 points each um and then i'm just interested to see what jared davis can do away from the lions and met patricia that could <laughs> potentially be a sleeper we'll see but uh, i think he's at least got three guys there that could are capable of holding their own so okay. b plus and then just for a little bit of context, he was third in linebacker scoring last year. So, Wow. Yeah, he was higher, higher than I think I would have guessed huh. there. All right, on to defensive backs, Brennan. Uh, he must have stayed healthy. Must, must be. be, yeah. And he probably started I, three because he was hurt at DB a lot. Right? Yeah, I, I yeah. knocked him a little bit for his depth there. So, you know, he stayed healthy. Like I said, in Brennan, they're good players. Yeah. Uh, defensive back, I got a B. It's not overall. It's not bad. Biggest issue is there's only three. Um, I guess one is on his IL, but I don't know much about the three guys that he has. But it looks like they all uh, can score quite a bit of points. So uh, I think they're okay. Okay. What do you got there, Colin? Uh, I got I'm at a B minus. So I'm not a huge fan of these DBs. Chuck Clark, Eric Rowe are serviceable at the position, but kind of a lack of depth as well here. So okay. Good night, Greg. Yeah, and then uh, for DB scoring for last year, forgot to hit submit because I'm a little slow sometimes. Yeah, he, <clears throat> if you remember last year, he had that 
bet. Um, they talked a little bit on the pod yesterday. Him and Rich had that bet about yeah, I remember who that. would have the better DB group going into the year. Sorry. Then, you know, Mike may or may not have called Rich a bitch on the last pod. <laughs> That's hilarious. He created an out in this um, this bet they had going on, even though Mike had done the same thing the year before. So, yeah, I mean, just kind of comical there, uh, what they had going on there yesterday. So oh, I loved it. How long have they been friends? Because you could he just said tell. since, like, middle school. So. Yeah, you could just yeah. tell. Yeah. Like, fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Don't call me Brennan buddy, pal. Just stole my beard. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so can I ask a stupid question here? So no. he was fourth in DB points before you asked your he stupid question. Just so Sorry. I got there. So go ahead. Ask your stupid question. So that page you were just on. Yep. How the hell do you get there? So when you go to... Maybe someone else has the same question. So when you go to last year's league page, you're going to go My League's at the top. You're going to click 2020 League page. Okay. You're going to go to Reports, okay. League, and then... Oh, maybe it's not League. Hold on. Yes, it is. Starter <laughs> points by position. And then you can just sort gotcha. in starter points by position. So that's not you know, potential points. That's this is just who you, you actually started. Okay. So all 16 or 17 weeks, actually. All 17 weeks, who you started. Actually, yeah, it is 17 because that's what I have it as right now. That's who... You picked your lineup, you set it, you forget it, whatever, that's who's there. So gotcha. definitely an interesting tool to have because um, you, you can see all these, all this information. It's, it's just nice to have at your fingertips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've tried to get there before, but as you know, I work off the app. It's not some great radio content. Yeah. You know, well, maybe it. someone else had the same question because I've, I've been meaning to ask for a long time. Yeah. So. Before you, Sorry. Uh, they don't know what you're looking at. Hope you get that minute and a half of your life. They don't know what you're looking at. So... We're going to talk about uh, what players will exceed expectations this year. So, Brendan, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? Who do you think will exceed expectations for Mike this year? I actually have Tyler Higby. Um, Stafford loves his tight end. Hey, so beast. If he can get in there with his uh, connection early, uh, I think he could become a favorite. Okay. Who do you have there, Kellen? <clears throat> Let's see. Just took a bad sip there. Um, exceed expectations. I have Hassan Ruddick. Um, I'm really interested to see what he does in Carolina this year as a D-end. Um, he's been linebacker ever since he's been in the league. A little bit of a hybrid role, I would say, but mostly lane, uh, mainly linebacker. Um, he's reunited with head coach Matt Rule, who coached him at Temple, where he racked up 47 tackles for loss and 17 and a half sacks over four years. So um, he could cause some havoc on that D-line. Okay, I like it. Uh, for me, it's Zach Ertz. Um, coming into last year, he had five consecutive years of over 800 yards receiving. I mean, six years in a row, over 700. So, I mean, the guy has skill. He has talent. He's, He's not done that it before. Old. He's only 31. Um, I, as a Dallas Goddard owner, was dead set hoping <laughs> Zach Ertz was gone. But now that he's here, I'm actually really surprised that Dallas Goddard is rated above Zach Ertz by everybody right now. Um, I think, you know, if I were a betting man, which I am, I would say that Zachers probably finishes with more yards than Dallas Goddard if they're both on the team and they're both healthy for 17. So, um, I I don't know. I just think he's going to bounce back. So I think that's Ertz who I would go with. Took a little dive in the rankings after that. Uh, oh yeah, that slim shady haircut. That's <laughs> <laughs> tough look. Looks like late 90s. Right. The whole Philly offense was a trash last year. So I'd imagine they're all going to bounce back a little bit at least. Well, and they had no O line. Like they you, had nothing. You're getting just blitzed. There's nothing you can do. I mean, there's just. Even Miles Sanders, like we talked about a little bit on the last pod, everybody hates Miles Sanders right now because he had such a bad year. Well, the dude lost three starting linemen before the season even right. started, so how do you have, even have a chance? All right, so which players do we think will not live up to expectations? Go ahead and start us, Kellen. Uh, Robert Woods, because Cooper Cup is catching all the passes. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say James Robinson. Um, I'm not a, Jackson Jaguars, a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, 
I have zero stake in the Jags, but I was mad when they spent that second first-round pick on ETN. Um, they found a guy, undrafted free agent. He produced. He, he's everything you're looking for in a player. Um, and they just kind of threw it away. They found that dumb, diamond in the rough, and they turn around and use a luxury pick uh, when they're trying to build something, uh, and they take it on a first-round running back. Um, I, I hated it. I was mad. Uh, James Robinson is what you root for, yeah. but kind of in like fantasy football and in life, like well, and as an organization, sure, I mean, a running back that's on a basically contract. a free contract that you just run into the ground, the Alfred Morris, the Jordan Howard. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. No, I, that was that crushed me. I was yeah. devastated about that. Yeah, and like redraft leagues, like I don't see how you can draft James Robinson at all. Like, well, from the sounds of it, it's going to be muddied. All of them. Oh, I'm all sure. Them, it's so. all going to be ugly, but, yeah. I mean, you don't spend a first-round pick on a running back if you're not going to use them either. No, I agree. So, I mean, yeah, I think Urban Meyer came out. It was months ago. Maybe his tunes changed. He said, yeah, ETN's going to be a great third-down uh, third guy. It's like, yeah, no shit. Probably some <laughs> other things, too. So, right. I mean, ETN's going to get groundwork as well as through the air. So, um, I'm sure James Robinson will have some – will still have some use, but I don't see him being fantasy relevant unless ETN misses time. And plus, Urban Meyer does love him some Carlos Hyde too. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be it's gonna be ugly early. I think that uh, ETN take over late, but ugly yeah. early for sure. No, I I was upset. Oh, yeah. Draft. I was like, <laughs> I had the... James Robinson. Uh, yeah. And I'm a Jags fan. I was. Very... I'm wearing the Jags shirt. What a luxury pick very for the upset. team that had the first overall pick yeah, the in the team draft. That has no Jimmy, to be fair, you've been wearing that shirt for three days. No, I put it on today. <laughs> oh, I was wearing the CMU shirt for three days. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> but I would have. You're right. All right. Um, go ahead, Brandon. Who's your player who will not eat, exceed expectations? I have Antonio Gibson, mostly just because I have no faith in that Washington football team offense, yeah. um, especially with Fitzpatrick. So I think he's going to be productive and a, a good player moving forward, but I think the, all the hype of this year, it's not going to live up to it. So he's going to take a little dip this year. And I, I'm going the same offense, but Scary Terry. Um, yeah. To me, I like the player. I like the situation. I like that he's the number one on the team. I like that Fitzpatrick's the quarterback, but his ADP is wide receiver 10. Wide receiver 10 for Scary Terry. That's, to me, that's way too high. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. Well, and that's assuming Ryan Fitzpatrick keeps the job because if their defense is keeping in, them in games and he's throwing 20 picks, he might get pulled. I mean, Heineke right. showed in that playoff game he can at least keep them respectable. Yeah. So, And let's you know not pretend that. Fitzpatrick's entire career hasn't been him getting pulled every time he turns around. So right. it's just hard to believe that, you know, he comes out, he's wide receiver 10. I just, I struggle with that. I had a question. I, I'm thinking about taking uh, Gibson in the second round in one of my redraft leagues. And like Fitzpatrick comes to mind. Has he ever had a fantasy relevant running back I don't know, while he's been quarterback? Because I feel like he, he just gets behind and then just airs it out and takes risks. And that's who was there is. when he was in Buffalo. Marshawn for a while. Were they, were they, did they cross? Yeah. I don't even remember. We'll have to look that up. I can I look that know. up while yeah, you guys I, are... I put no research into it. But yeah, I'll look that up while you guys are breaking down Ryan's at. team. Okay. So we'll move on to the milk bag body. Um, he also <laughs> had no picks. <laughs> yeah, we're saving a lot of time on these draft <laughs> right? We're flying. So we'll go ahead and start uh, with his quarterbacks. Brendan, you go ahead. Uh, who's playing? Is it Deshaun? Because if that's it, he's got an a, a, probably an A-plus room. Um, if he's not playing, I'm, I'm going to give it a B. Um Good news is he's got Tom Brady, which I guess he's been okay for a few years. <laughs> Decent. Um, <laughs> Solid. Um, who's his third? Sorry. 
Andy uh, Dalton. Andy Dalton, which he's, as of now he's starting. So uh, mm. I guess I'll give him an A overall. He's if Deshaun comes back and plays, then obviously that boosts him up. But he'll live with the, either of the other two guys. Yeah. What do you think there, Callum? Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same as Brendan. I'll keep it short. So I mean, as of now, it lacks. It seriously lacks <laughs> in depth due to the Deshaun Watson mess. Right. Um, still has the goat to try it out there on a weekly basis, so he's more than fine. But uh, he's even way better if Watson is back playing. So as it stands now, it's a B since he only has Brady. And if Watson comes back, then becomes an A plus, like Brendan said. I'm excluding Andy Dalton from this analysis because I don't see him as a factor after week, whatever the bye week is, really. So five or six, yeah. probably. I think. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, what about his running back then, uh, Callen? Um, Ryan has the best fantasy running back in the game coming back this year, uh, but not a whole lot else. Raheem Moster can't stay healthy, uh, and his replacement was just drafted this year uh, in what's already a very crowded running back room. Gio might see some work in Tampa, but there's not much here, really, even there with that. Um, I mean, luckily, McCaffrey counts as basically one and a half running backs, so uh, I'll give Ryan a B-plus here just because he's got that, that one guy. Um, Brian had a stacked wide receiver group that allowed him to start four wide receivers and just the one running back. I give him a higher grade, but I think he has to start two running backs here. So B plus. Okay. What are your thoughts there, Brandon? As a group, I gave him a C counting only Christian McCaffrey. I gave him an I couldn't a go any lower. Yeah. You, just, you see CMC there. It's like that just yeah fixes so many problems mm. for you. But I, I won't go in too far on it. Basically the same thing Kellen said. Um, but I will kind of restate what I said earlier. Uh, he's going to benefit by only having to play one or two of these guys um, and getting a little bit of wiggle room with some wide receivers and tight ends. So uh, overall, it's, a, it's an A-, minus, but with without CMC, it's a tough group. Yeah. What do you think about his wide receivers? I gave him an A-. minus. I, I like it. Um, I, I wrote a bunch at first to rip him apart. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I kept scrolling and I saw his taxi squad and that made me like it a lot better with T. Higgins and Gabriel Davis sitting down there. Um, T. Higgins, I would imagine, will be up by, by week one. Yeah. Um, so he's going to have DeAndre Hopkins, Thieline, T. Uh, T. Higgins, um, as well as a couple other guys to fill out probably four positions. So he'll be okay. Overall, I like it. I like. Uh, I gave him an A- there. Okay. What are your thoughts there, Kelly? Can we just scratch that? And what, what are you going to rip him apart with? I, I just really like when you just rip on people in the league. So can we just go down that road? <laughs> I already deleted it. Oh, just speak from Stop. the heart. <laughs> All right, Ryan's wide receiver. So, um, Brennan hit the same point I was going to hit. As of now, I think Ryan's third best wide receiver is sitting on his taxi squad in T. Higgins. Um, put him alongside uh, New Hopkins and Thielen, and it's a very good um not exactly great group, in my opinion. Uh, New England did pay a whole bunch of money to Nelson Aguilar, though, so we'll see what they do with him. He's a very interesting flyer, uh, especially like late round and, and redraft leagues. But um, I also like the Scotty Miller stash, so we'll see what he is. Um, I'm not in love with the group overall. His starters, his three main guys are very, very strong. Uh, overall, though, I give the group a B. Okay. Uh, what about his tight ends, Kevin? Uh, just like Mike's, I'm really not a fan of Ryan's tight ends. Uh, it's Mike Kosicki and Dalton Schultz. Uh, yeah. 
Dalton? Dalton Schultz? Yeah, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the most white guy name ever. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. Mike Gesicki and, and Dalton Schultz. Um, not much upside and low floors, which is not great. So give it a C. What about you, Brennan? Uh, tight ends, I got a B minus. Um, similar to Mike, the good news is he's got two he can kind of choose with week to week. Gesicki's had some really good uh, ups couple years ago um didn't really have it last year but he can bounce back from that hopefully this year and, and dalton schultz kind of i've never heard of him until last year and he had a decent season so um neither guy's great but i think week to week he can probably figure something out kind of like mike situation um so b minus yeah, i think blake jarwin coming back hurts schultz even more too because jarwin's the, oh, yeah. the number one tight end right he, i think he got injured Halfway through game one last year. Yeah. Right? Am I crazy? Yep, no that yep yeah. that's exactly how that went down. Um, Mike Wright, would, a bunch of us listen to the fantasy Football footballers. Yeah, he was all about uh, Blake Jarman last year. <laughs> he was a my guy. Yep, he was a my guy and fell apart. So that's, that's pretty brutal. Well, yeah, physically. All right, so we'll move on to the defensive line. And who's up here, Kellen? Is that you? Or is it Brennan? I can go. Yeah. Go ahead, Brennan. I uh, give him a B minus. He's getting Nick Bosa back, who obviously is one of the best in the game. Um, but I really don't like anyone that he's going to pair with. Um, according to last year's numbers, it's going to be Quinnen Williams. Um, scored like 160-something last year, but you can't trust somebody who blesses themselves when they sneeze. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't like the group. Other I love than... the obscure shit that Brendan remembers. <laughs> you can't trust a guy that does that. Right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the group, so um, yeah, scored low, B minus, B minus. Okay, what do you got there, Colin? Yeah, I, I agree with a, a lot with what Brendan said. I mean, I love Nick Bosa. Um, Brendan, remember when I tried trading up to your spot in the draft when Bosa was coming in the league? You basically told me to fuck off. Cause Sounds about right. No, you didn't even really want anyone, <laughs> but you just didn't want to do business with me. So. Who did I draft? I probably some scrub, someone that sucks. So I think probably I ended up not. taking Cleveland Farrell instead. That oh, worked out. Yeah, um, yeah, so that was that was stupid. Um, thanks, thanks, because I really wanted Bosa. <laughs> I love me some Nick Bosa. You would have traded him anyway in the Jamar what? Chase deal, probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let all me right. throw him in. That's all right. His separation's been great lately, so it's all gonna work out. There you go. Um, yeah, that's some good little brother love on that. Just total. <laughs> declined to do business with me. Uh, uh, yeah, so hey, love Bolton Bosa. Jeff know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I love Bosa, but that second DL spot is a big question mark. We'll see what Hendrickson can do in Cincinnati. And Again, Ryan was a group of B, though. It's good. It won't hurt him, but it could be better. And he was terrible last year. I mean, he was the worst defensive uh, line group in the league. And yeah. It really wasn't even close. So when did Bosa get hurt? It was early. It was early. Two or three. He'd, uh, he he never recovered. Yeah, yeah, they did. All right, let's talk about the linebackers, Kellen. Um, solid group here with uh, Bobby Swagner and Devin Bush. Um, I think I like Joe Showbert still, but Jimmy, tell me how to feel about this trade with Pittsburgh. I, I think I give it an A though. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll come to it later. Okay, I'm gonna bring it up here in a little bit. So. Okay, I mean, so regardless, his two starters are very very solid. I give it an A. He might have a depth. A big depth issue, though, um, depending on what happens with Schobert here. Okay. What do you think there, Brennan? 
Yeah, I give him an A without looking at anyone else's group because I didn't feel like it. I think this might be <laughs> <laughs> the best Love linebacker the group, uh, core in the group, but in the league. Uh, wow, strong. That yeah. is very strong. I don't know. I didn't look at anyone else's. <laughs> Can you look sure that up? This is the best. <laughs> I did look it up. He's, he was eighth last year. What? Oh, well, Devin Bush was out. Yeah. That's, so. That is true. Still eighth. <laughs> 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 Way to lose all credibility. <laughs> I didn't look did at I, anybody did, else's. Did I have sure any? He was the best <laughs> in the league last year. That's not what I said. Just fired That's from not what head. I said. This is the best I group said. I've ever seen. <laughs> And then you're going to call him a milk bag body, and <laughs> it's all going to be great. I said I think he's got the best group in the league. Moving so who forward. Going forward. Yeah. Okay. We'll edit that yeah. out. It'll be fine. <laughs> we edit nothing. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I want to rip Ryan's team apart, but he did pretty Do well it. last year. <laughs> but then he's got Devin Bush, Nick, or Bosa, and then uh, McCaffrey coming back. All three guys that he played most of the season without last year. Kind of kills me inside. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep this rivalry going. Yeah. All right, let's move on to his DBs then, Brennan. Uh, B, similar to Mike. Uh, three good guys that can can score a lot, but uh, there's only three, so it's a kind of a thin group. Okay. What do you think, Colin? Really solid group here. I gave it an A. Uh, LSU boy Jamal Adams uh, leads this group. Uh, Poyer and Whitehead, they're no scrubs either. Poy- especially Poyer. Poyer's a stud, so. Um, Whitehead's kind of the distant third here, but I mean, all around, just strong. So, um, I give it an A, like I said, strong group. All right, so we'll move on to players that we think will, and he was second in DB scoring last year. Uh, we'll move on to players that we think will exceed expectations. Um, I remember he beat me, uh, I think, on Monday Night Football with, with his DBs. Po- with Poyer. With Poyer. Going, going nuts. Poyer yeah. was great. He's been great a couple years in a row now. And I could have completely made that up. <laughs> it's credibility best, thing again. Yeah. He's the best linebacker I've ever seen. Ever in my whole life. In career of fans of football. Uh, he was eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I know. That's right. Same thing. So, Kellen, who's going to exceed expectations here for Ryan? Uh, Nick Bosa. I, yeah, this guy's a monster. Um, I don't think he's talked about enough, to be honest. Now, he's been injured for the past yeah, nine months. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Um, I see MFL only has him projected for like eight points in week one, which I think is insane. I have both in the defensive player that you're running, so oh, wow, okay. um, I I believe that much in him. What about you, Brennan? I have Gabriel Davis. Um, I think with Cole Beasley running his mouth about the COVID vaccine and Sanders' old ass, I think he could potentially <laughs> <laughs> kind of get in the mix and actually be a surprise depth player for Ryan. How much did Sanders get paid? Uh, I actually just saw this exact same as Sammy Watkins is one year, $6 million. So not much. So. Not much, but I mean it's enough to... It's not like to... they coveted him and he's going to be used. Right, so. right. Okay. Um, For me, I was just looking at it. And I already forgot I'd like that better for his full PPR, but I get where you're going. Yeah. Man. For me, it's Mike Gesicki. Um, Gesicki came on late with Tua. I think Tua liked to feed him a little bit there down the middle of the field. He's a big guy, real athletic. So um, I think Gesicki will be, finish this year as a top 10 tight end. Now, obviously... That sounds better than it's likely going to be. You know, we, like we talked about, if you're not one of those top three guys, you're not sniffing 200 points or anything. But, you know, as far as tight ends go, I think he's going to be, you know, one, like I said, top 10. So I'll, I'll just stick there. I'm just really rooting against Tua, though. Man. Since I, since I built him you spent wide the whole that last year asking my son, <laughs> is Tua good or bad? Yeah. And Logan, bad. He's terrible. He's bad. Yeah. Logan, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
And then he finally started saying he was good, and I traded him away. <laughs> Kobe lights it up. And now I can't get him, because Kobe won't trade him to me. All right, so who do you think will not live up to expectations, Brendan? I've got Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. Whoa, white lightning. Here yeah, I don't know what to expect with that offense. Plus, I think, just historically, running backs start to slow down four or five years in, right? So, uh, I don't he, think he's – I think he's going to be good still for a little bit, but he's not going to be that 400-point guy that he was two years ago. And with Ryan's running back depth, that's going to really hurt him. So, overall, I give Ryan a 2% on his <laughs> – <laughs> on his roster. <laughs> Two percent milk bag, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's not good. bad, but still not chocolate milk. <laughs> what? I don't know, but oh man! All right, Kellen, who's who's not living Should've up to quit expectations? While you were ahead. Um, wow, that, that's bold though. Number one yeah, in CMT. like ADP. I think yeah. he's still number one in like yeah, dynasty. Yeah, in a lot of places. Just wait. Uh, Brennan's bold. You know, he doesn't... He traded Lamar yeah, This is the best group I've ever seen. Oh, they were eight. <laughs> man, they're good. McCaffrey sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No dull moments around Brendan. Um, uh, not live up to the expectations. I got Raheem Mostert. Dude cannot stay healthy. Trey Sermon's in town. The running back room is already juiced. Um, he's great when he plays, but I don't think he's long for that number one role, so... Call it health reasons combined with, dude, we just drafted your replacement. Um, I don't see the future being bright for old Raheem. So for me, um, this actually all was kind of funny how this all played out. So a guy in Waffle put out that he wanted to trade Joe Schobert yesterday uh, before the trade. And he was like, you know, I want to trade him for a guy on a longer deal, similar contract, blah, blah, blah. So I offered him a linebacker, uh, Alexander Johnson, a little bit worse of a player. For the one year of Schobert. So the trade goes down. I revoked the offer. I was like, you know what? I don't know what the heck's going on. And I was texting with him. He was pumped about him going to Pittsburgh. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel he like has Schobert, correct? He has Schobert, yeah. Okay. So I was like, I don't know. I feel like they're going to they're gonna eat off each other. And then he met, he said, I actually think that this is them not having faith in Devin Bush's recovery from his knee. Gotcha. And it never even came to my mind that Devin Bush might, might not be healthy. Wow. Was he ACL? I don't. I think he, I know he was ACL, but I don't know if he was ACL plus. You know what I mean, like yeah, MCL, yeah. PCL, whatever. So, I don't. I don't see how Wait, this what are those ends things? up. AC, MCL and PCL. The doctor. It's a joke. Oh, he's a, a joke. Doctor. Doctor. It was a two percent joke. I didn't get it. <laughs> no, it was. This is kind of where my world revolves. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, even if you know, even if Devin Bush is healthy, I mean. Those are two guys that are absolute tackle machines, but they're going to steal from each other. So to me, it limits both of their upsides. Um, so I, I think that for Ryan, because he has both, I think that's just a loss. No matter how that plays out, I think it's a yeah. loss for him. Um, and I did also, I was going to knock Adam Thielen, because wide receiver 16 ADP. Yep. He scored 14 touchdowns last year. There's no way in hell that's happening Holy again. shit. He averaged five touchdowns a year from 2016 to 2019. There's no chance that he scored 14 again. I just don't see him being top 20 this year. And his ADP at wide receiver 16, there's just no, there's no juice in that squeeze there. So yeah, I'm sorry. Before I, I, del- I had honorable mention Adam Thielen, and I'll give my reason. I didn't mean to cut you. <laughs> no, off, go, ahead. So. go ahead. Before I deleted everything about Ryan, when I realized T. Higgins was on his taxi squad, that's <laughs> what I was bashing him on. Was, was kind of Thielen getting older, and I don't think yeah. the Minnesota offense is going to be what they were. Or have been. Well, they have a new OC, right? Is Minnesota? Didn't, I, didn't, weren't they Kubiak and Kubiak retired? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I could but be wrong. E- even with a change of offense, Irv Smith's apparently a 
yeah. fucking thing now. I hope so. Um, Who has him? Oh. <laughs> That's good old Brendan. Uh, I mean, yeah, so I had feelings at that magical age of 30 now. He's And it's very much Justin Jefferson time in Minnesota. Thielen lives and dies off touchdowns. I don't see him getting 14 again. I didn't know it was that many. Yeah. Um, and I think Big Herb is going to steal a lot of red zone action um, from from Thielen. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't think Thielen's no longer a thing, but I think he's more of a depth guy at this point in his career. Okay. All right, we're going to move on to Sam. Here comes a beer opening from Brendan after a mid-pod shit break. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we didn't stop because I had a shit. We stopped to upload the first part. For and anyone then you came the... out and said, <laughs> it was almost pooped my pants. <laughs> it was an opportunistic shit moment, so we took advantage. We'd have been in trouble in a few minutes if we didn't have to take a break. All right, so we I left the door open. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> all you hear is coming. Turn on the fan. <laughs> My poops don't smell. <laughs> all right. Oh wow. All right. Let's move on to Sam's <laughs> draft class here. Oh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Sam's draft? Class? All right, let's get through this. Woo. We're gonna be short. All right. He still can close the bathroom door. <laughs> See? Don't smell it. Go on. Go ahead. All right. Uh, overall, I really don't mind it. Um, <laughs> Kellen. We're falling apart. I'll go. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, overall, I don't mind it. So, uh, Jalen Waddle, I think, slipped farther than at least I thought he would. Um, I tried moving moving up with Sam to get it, but not for Waddle, but for... Um, Micah Parsons and Sam didn't bite on it, but um, I think he took a gamble on a lot of playmakers, and I think uh, if at least a couple of them pan out, it's actually a decent class. So overall, not bad, Sam. Okay. What are your thoughts there, Kellen? Yeah, I love the double dip at wide receiver in rounds one and two. Um, I agree. Waddle slipped. I'm, so I'm not actually a huge Waddle guy, but uh, Brendan, did you know I was talking to Rich a lot at uh, – at Ryan's house? No, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So one of the things I we woke up about... at like four in the morning for some reason. I, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, Something... we were ta- probably talking about Waddle. I think there was a ping pong ball next to my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So R.I.P. Um, to your friendship. Actually, I, I got another. Oh, yeah. Oh, how sad are you? About you know, that? Uh, well, I kind of did earlier. Yeah. Just look at the cool. record from last year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. But hey, so I got another buddy that's a, a ba- like a hardcore Bama fan. Sco. Brennan, you know him. Um, yeah. And I, I was asking him before our dynasty draft, too, like, um, who do you like better, like Devontae Smith or Waddle? And without hesitation, Sko, my other buddy, said Waddle. And uh, Rich felt the same way. So that was kind of surprising to me. Like, how do you not pick the Heisman winner? That's right. crazy to me. Right. So um, talked a lot. I won't get into the details, but Rich and I talked pretty in-depth about that for a while from, like, 2 to 2.30 in the morning, probably. Oh, that's it? Yeah, it was shocking to me, though. Like, I, it, you know, it, just the, the skill set that he brings to the table is really exciting. Now, the injury scares me a little bit, and I'm not quite sold on him, but the fact that Sam got him at 
1.12. That's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I got hell of some value there. Um, like I said, I love the double dip with taking Rondell next with his early second round pick. Um, uh, where am I? So, and then he took a QB in round three, um, which I'm a big believer in. I don't know what else you can really do with those later round picks. You might as well throw a dart at a QB. I mean, QBs are going to get their shots. So. Or kickers. Or oh, kickers, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I actually really like Chuba as a talent, but obviously he's not going to see the field much or hardly, hardly at all uh, being behind CMC. But again, I mean, what else are you supposed to do with your second pick in the third round? You know, so uh, Those two fourth rounders aren't worth much. You know, they're dart throws. But I think Sam did okay in rounds one through three. I give him a, a B for his draft. Okay. All right, so we will move on to grading his position groups then. Kellen, you're up first with the quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, quarterback. So Herbert's a, uh, a stud. He's solid. Uh, the conversation could end there. Um, I don't know why I've always been such a Derek Carr believer, but I, I do like Derek Carr. I just think he's underrated and kind of abused by a lot of people. Um I think Sam could do better as uh, as far as a fantasy backup quarterback goes. Um, I loved the late round flyer on uh, on Mac and Cheese Jones. I'll give Sam an A minus here though. Uh, lots of youth here uh, and at least one certified stud. Okay, what are your thoughts there, Brennan? Yeah, I've got an A. He's got one of the better young QBs in the league with Herbert. Um, guy's got a ton of weapons and, and proved he could do it as a rookie. Um, can definitely put up some points and then he's got Carr, who i want i don't love him like kellen does but i mean he he can hold his own as a backup if sam ever has to play him then he's got mac jones stashed on the taxi squad so um i, I like that pickup from him there um as a third round pick and maybe he flips him or maybe he turns him into his guy in a few years kind of like what i did with um my late round quarterbacks a few years ago with josh allen and lamar jackson so I like. I really like his quarterback room. I give him an A. Love the love the humble brag there. Love yeah, that. I'm gonna start yeah. talking about myself more. <clears throat> I like that. <laughs> it's what I do best. I like that. That's wow. good. All right, Brandon. What about his running back? I gave him a D, and it might be worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, good news is David Johnson is the starter right now, um, and the pros on that is. Houston's throwing offense might be so bad that they'll have to hand the ball off a lot. But the con is, I don't know if David Johnson's going to be do going to be able to do anything with um, touching the ball because that offense could be atrocious without uh, Deshaun Watson playing. So uh, it could get real ugly. And the problem is, I think that's the only starter. Yep, that's the only starter on Sam's team for running back wise. So it's going to be real ugly there if if. Uh, uh, Johnson goes down, and I think Sam really needs Zeke Elliott to have a bad year so he can play Pollard. Um, but kind of what I said at the start, all three of the teams that we're breaking down today are going to benefit from only having to play one guy. Um, so overall, a D, potentially a D minus or an F because it is real bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts here, Kellen? Uh, yeah, it gets rough here. So uh, David Johnson's best days are far behind him. Um, and Corey on the last pod was that? Did he? I know the Giants were one team who had nothing to do with. Yep. Was Houston the other? Probably. Because I can completely agree with that. Houston to me is just like a don't even go there zone when it 
comes to drafting right now. So, um, it, it's bad. I mean, yeah, David Johnson, I, I love the guy. He used to, you know, the five years ago, four years ago, he was the number one overall redraft mm-hmm. guy for ADP. He was an absolute monster. Now he's in a juice running back room on a team with nothing. So how much are they even going to be running the ball? Now he's got some pass catching ability. Um, those PPR points might be rolling in, um, but man, there's just not much to work with there in Houston. So um, Sam also only has three other running backs on his roster. Um, might be the thinnest running back group in the league. Sam's need a Sam needs a whole lot of work here. I gave it a C minus, and that might be generous. Remember uh, the push for 1.01. Come on, Sam. Come through, baby. <laughs> Who has that pick? Hey, yo. I don't that. Oh, hey, yo. Wow. I have that pick. Come on, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. between me and Jimmy for the first hey, overall pick. Let's get okay. it. Let's get it. All right, what about the wide oh, receivers? Oh, wow, Kevin? I forgot about that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, wide receivers. Uh, Sam has some pieces here. Uh, A.J. Brown is an emerging superstar. Michael Gallup's a hell of a player, but he's buried in his own team's depth chart. But uh, kind of looking forward to the future. I fully expect him to be on a different roster in the 2022 NFL season after he probably secures that bag a little bit. Um, Devontae Parker can play a little bit. He's got a couple of young guys, uh, Sam does, and Rondell Moore and, uh, and Waddle. If Sam wants to expedite his rebuild, he's got some wide receiver pieces he could move for future mm-hmm. draft picks. This actually might be Sam's best group on his roster, but unfortunately his um, his best use for this group might be to sell off his top pieces. But as it stands now, I give this group a B plus. Okay. Uh, what do you think there, Brendan? I have the same grade. Uh, I think a lot depends on Jalen Waddle if he can live up to some hype. Um, with a one-two punch of A.J. Brown and Waddle, um, it's a pretty good, good one-two. So, um, Plus some guys I can help out his flex and make up make him not have to start another what uh running back such as Devontae parker or sterling shepherd michael gallup that's gonna help a lot too so it's actually a pretty good group i give my b plus what do you guys think um <clears throat> stat line wise for waddle this year what do you guys what are your expectations there Brennan? uh i'm not a stat guy let's go 800 yards 800 yards what do you think Colin? So are we going just yards? Or? Yeah, no, you can throw out a whole stat line if you want. <clears throat> so is he fully healthy now? Is he fully recovered from what he's coming it back should be. from? Last I read, he was still what, dealing was with ankle, a little bit right? of stuff, but that he was going to be fine by week one. Well, he's still <clears throat> dealing with it, which that was a, That was a few weeks ago. I mean, that was before training camp. So he's a big... Oh, what, was that football? Was like no, a, I think it was the ESPN fantasy football podcast I was listening to. His average touchdown distance... Was like forty something yards. He lit it up. <laughs> it was the first few weeks. Dude, so <clears throat> the health thing scares me a lot, though. Um, like I said, I'm <laughs> a dish two away. Um, kind of rooting against him. I would you say <laughs> running eight hundred? Yeah. I mean, I guess I would take the under on that, but well, I, there's you. also a very likely scenario where that is very wrong. So okay. So what's your guess? The health. The health scares me. Say, I'll say five fifty. There's some weapons out there too. Some deep threats like Fuller out there, and Devontae Parker's a thing. Gasecki's gonna get some action. Say eight hundred six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Okay. What do you got touchdown wise? <clears throat> Might get some touchdowns. I go. What I say? 
600 earlier? I don't even know. 500, I thought you said. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. Let's go 605. 605. So Fantasy Sharks has them at 475 and 1. Wow. Um, I'm very interested in what DraftKings has them as or even FanDuel, but I don't have my the ability to use my phone at the moment. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's just, it, it'll be interesting. Um, I don't know what to really expect from them year one, but again, hoping for lower. Come on, 101. <laughs> Let's I'm go, not going to lie. I wanted to go way lower, but uh, I did, you know, as the LSU guy, I just didn't want to get called a Bama hater, <laughs> and, uh, a Tua hater. Well, I guess Tua and Bama are one and the same. There you go. Yeah. Right. What about those tight ends, Brandon? Uh, gave him like a B minus. Um, it's not too bad. Like a B minus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because Jimmy has B, and then I wrote my notes under it, and it says B minus for the grade that I gave him. So yeah. it's B as in Brendan. So I kind of <laughs> read the first thing at first. Wrong thing at first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a lot of B's on the paper. <laughs> um. Overall, it's not too bad. Andrews isn't horrible. Uh, I don't love him. Wow. I think he's better than that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ebron, um, just a awful career up and down <laughs> everywhere. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I am be minus. <laughs> okay. Someone else. Talk. What All do you right. think, Kellen? So, uh, this is not bad. I hate Ebron. Uh, Fryer moves in town now too, um, but Ebron is Sam's backup, and those rookie tight ends take a while to develop anyway. So I think Ebron's still going to be a thing this year. Uh, but I mean, let's let's face it, his guy is Mark Andrews, who is a touchdown machine. So he's got his guy in Mar- Mark Andrews. Uh, I give it an A minus. He, he's got one of those top five guys. Okay. All right, let's move on to D line then, Kellen. Very middle-of-the-road group here, uh, but really no depth. Can't understand really why Yudra Gross Matos was dropped before the draft. C-minus here. C-minus. What do you got there, Brennan? I think Sam really should have invested in some defensive ends in the past two drafts. Um, he did. I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's a joke. I know. Um, no one on his team scored 150 points, and he only has three of them. Um like Kellen said, why he didn't keep Gross Matos, I have no idea. At least trade him, offer him out, do something. Yeah. Um, like I said last year, he's going to go through some growing pains. I think he's going through them right now. But this overall is a D group. One, yeah. one of my biggest things like with teams, like, what is your direction and does your roster follow it? Because Sam's obviously not a contender this year. And like Tobias Campbell is on his roster. <clears throat> right. Can, can you flip him for anything? Can you get a third for him? That'd be great. Amari Cooper. I best, bet he could get high for him. It's not Amari. Not Wait, <laughs> what? what? That's, uh, that's team. Mike's team. Right? <laughs> yeah. A.J. Brown. What did we yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I understand what you're saying. Well, yeah, so that's move flip A.J. Brown yeah. is what you're saying. You know, oh, by the time 100%. Sam's a contender in five I, years. I think, yeah. I think half his wide receivers should be flipped. Now, A.J. Brown's young still. but Right. Yeah, no, that, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I, I see Kalias Campbell, you know, based on projections, just for week one, Kalias Campbell's the second highest-rated guy after Jaden yeah. Jarrett. So, uh, what is Kalias Campbell now, 75 years old? Like, <laughs> uh, move him. Do something. You know, that roster spot could be way better used on some dart throw on a rookie right now. Yeah. At least, you know, I hate to say this because Jimmy's got your first-round pick, but keep those potential points down, you know? 
Please do. No, I know. Does he have any for anyone's first round pick next year? I don't know. We'll have to look at that. I'll look that up. Um, uh, Sam, so Sam had the number four overall D line group last year. Um, Brendan, go ahead and break down his linebackers. He had the and I'll four overall D line group. He was number four. Jeez. <clears throat> um, linebackers. I gave him a C. I don't love anybody on it, but I do think there's enough talent that if he plays his cards right, he can put out a competitive lineup every week. Are you looking at the right team? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What did you? So you obviously thought different then. So. I think quite a bit higher. I, I think this group is okay. He's got some older guys, so again, I I don't like to see him on Sam's team. Levante David, Demario Davis as the headliners. Um, I mean, right there, I think that's a strong group. C.J. Mosley's no spring chicken either. He's still a, a decent player. It's uh, kind of what I was saying. Maybe I mean, you don't agree with the grade, but. He didn't cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually what thought I you saying. were done. Um, I got... Do you want to go? No, I was done. <laughs> okay. Um, but kind of again, like, Sam, you want to get this rebuild going, move these two old geezers. Um, I mean, this, this group gets an A- minus from me. I, I think those are two good guys. With a third guy that's serviceable. Yeah. Um, Sam, I might have to... Uh... Come try to buy some of those linebackers off you. Get those potential points down. What did you give him, Brandon? A B minus? No, I gave him a C. Yeah, only that's harsh. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So Brandon last year, or not Brandon? Sam last year had the number twelve linebacker unit in the league, so probably deserving of the Brandon grade there. Hmm. Wow. Suck it, Kellen. <laughs> hey, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kellen, tell oh, us man. about uh, his DBs here. Um, so again, I think this is a pretty okay defensive position, uh, but by Sam, Jeremy Chin's a cornerstone for a fantasy team. Marcus May and Jabril Peppers are quality starters, so I'm going B plus. B plus, okay. What do you think, Brennan? Now you can pull out some thing from last year. It's like he was the 15th out of 14 teams <laughs> on DB play. I give Sam an A. Um, wow, I must be right. This is uh this is Sam's best position. Um. This is where he makes up ground because I really don't like his, his other two defensive units. So, um, getting Jeremy Chin last year was huge. Uh, Jabril Preppers and Marcus May are two relatively young DBs that have uh, produced in the past. So, um, he's got three guys here that can score a lot of points. Uh, he's got an A for me. And so, one <laughs> of the things that Mike Hill has kind of been chirping about um, this offseason is that Jeremy Chin could get moved to linebacker on yep. NFL. Um, it is possible. I think he's actually less likely than guys that to me are obvious, like Caleb on Chason and Josh Allen, uh, probably Keanu Neal. Those guys seem pretty obvious to move to, to a different position. But I'm, I don't know that Chin is obviously going to move, but there is definitely a chance that he moves. Um, and then as far as what he did last year, uh, he had the number three DB unit last year, so very strong, obviously, Jeremy Chin was the key cog there. All right, he so, had like 50 points in one game. Yeah, he had 249 or something. I mean, the guy balled out. Stupid. Overall, I think Sam, um, his team's not as bad as we've all been saying. It's just that the positions that he's bad in, he's really right. freaking bad like in. He just, he's like his running, horrific at yeah, running back, yeah. His running back in DL isn't going to compete with anyone. Yeah. 
Right, so you should sell those linebackers, Sam, because that'll really keep those potential points down. Get that so, first back from Jimmy. I'll be sending you some offers tonight, Sam. Send we're going to see if we can get some of these linebackers off your team here. Send anything Jimmy wants to get that first back. I'll take A.J. Brown from you for a 2022 third. I'll give you that first back for A.J. Brown. There we oh. Go. Yeah, Sam. If, yeah, if you want to do that, Sam, let's do that. I would be all about that. All right, so what player do you think will exceed expectations this year, Brennan? I got Rondell Moore. Um, I think that offense is going to find a way to get him with the ball, whether it's sweeps or short yardage stuff, but I think he's actually going to produce in that offense. So, Rondell Moore. Okay. What do you think, Colin? A.J. Brown. Expectations are high already, but I think that highly of – AJ Brown. I'm sure Julio is in town now, but I expect Julio to miss some games like he always does. Um, does Julio eat into AJ's volume? I don't think it's any more than what Corey Davis did last year. So I pulled up Corey Davis's stats from last year and Julio's stats from last year. Corey Davis had 14 more receptions, 213 more yards. They were dead tied on average uh, distance of receptions at 15.1. Um, and Corey Davis had two more touchdowns. How many more games played did Corey Davis have, though? So I actually don't have that, and I meant to, but I don't expect Julio to play any more games. He's getting older every year. Right. It's always That's always a thing with Julio. Did you even do your research? <laughs> I mean, I did. I mean, that, but the number of games Julio plays every year, that's always... <clears throat> So, I, so, I, so my counter argument, and I, I almost put AJ Brown on my player that wouldn't exceed expectations, um, just because of new offensive coordinator, you know, adding Julio. You know, just to me, like he only got 106 targets last year. Most players that are in the top five at their top ten at their position, like a wide receiver, are like 140, 150, 160 targets. He's at 106. So you have to think that number goes up, right? It has to go up to let's say 120. But even 120, that puts him as the lowest targeted wide receiver in the top 10. It's just, you know, what if, I don't know. I would be just nervous, I think, if I had A.J. Brown and was relying on him as my uber alpha elite number one wide receiver. I would just be nervous this year. Just with, there's a lot of change, and then adding Julio, that just makes me nervous. I don't think he's going to struggle because he's been so efficient, and so has Ryan Tannehill. He's been so efficient. But there's red flags. There's no doubt there's red flags. So it would be interesting to see where it goes from here. But you'll give Sam his 1.01 back. Oh, 1,000 percent I'll give it back, back to him. for AJ Brown. Right, but let's just make that clear. <clears throat> right, but that's <laughs> that's a good young player. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm yeah. just saying. Well, he's all you know, right. Does he does he finish? Saying. You know, does he have number one overall wide receiver upside? I think he does. Overall number one. Uh, like the wide receiver one to dethrone Tyreek. I think a lot of mm, a lot would have to go right. I don't no, think he has a quarterback but, for it. Yeah. I, oh, I think Tannehill's. No, I do too. I just don't think he's. I just the don't know guy what to, to give him the ball. Sure. I just don't think he has that upside. I don't think he can be like like okay. So I traded for DK. I think DK could be number one overall. I really do. Like he's just that talented. There's so many off. You know, the offense could funnel through him like that. I just don't. He but he doesn't have Julio on the other side. He's got Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's good. He's not Julio. So I don't know. I think there's a there's a puncher's chance that Julio finishes ahead of AJ Brown this year. Now that said, he's 23 years old or whatever he is. He's absolutely worth. 1.01 plus so yes obviously i would give the 101 for him but just saying there are red flags oh yeah 
Uh, what player do I think will e- exceed expectations? To me, it's Mark Andrews. Um, he kind of fell flat a little bit last year, uh, but I think he's going to bounce back. I think Lamar bounces back. I think the Ravens bounce back. Um, I just expect, you know, a, a, a just a regression towards what he had done, you know, positive regression towards what he had done a couple years ago. Um, this, the, the yards weren't bad. I mean, 707 last year. That's, that's not a bad year out of a tight end. It's just not 852 and 10 like he did the year before. So um, I expect him to get back to that 852 and 10 range and, and to be top five, pushing for top three at tight end. So How many touchdowns last year? Uh, what did I say? Seven. I missed that. Back up. Seven hundred and seven is what he had last so, year. Oh, I got you. I heard it was seven hundred and seven yards. Oh, no. Okay. No. So okay. fifty-eight, gotcha. seven hundred one yards, seven touchdowns. Gotcha. So I'm, I'm expecting a little bounce back out of him. I like I like Andrews too, Sam. We could talk about him. All right. So what players will not live up to expectations, Kellen? Uh, Justin Herbert. Okay. Dude was on absolute fire last year. I think he's supremely talented. I think he's still a hell of a player. Uh, but I, I seriously doubt he can keep up the pace that he set last year. Yeah. What do you got there, Brandon? <clears throat> I'm Jeremy Chin. Um, yeah, very productive. But he scored 250 points last year, which is stupid. What was that stat he had? He was he scored back-to-back pick sixes? Yeah, fumble recovery. Or something, yeah, whatever, something stupid. He got in the end zone, like, on consecutive plays. Yeah, he's not going to do that again, so... Uh, I think he comes back down to earth a little bit. He's still a very good player, but he's more in the kind of high 100 range, not 250. So he's going to be a little little setback for Sam's defensive back group. Yeah, and I definitely agree with what you're saying. I considered Chin myself um, just because, you know, how do you come back and repeat a 250-point performance at defensive back? I mean, that's damn near impossible. Um, but for me, I actually agree with Kellen. Um, I think it's going to be just just Herbert. And it's not really a knock against Herbert. You know, he started off gangbusters. He was incredible. Finished as the QB7 or whatever in our format. Um, but if you go week 13 to 17, he did slow down a bit. He was the quarterback 11. Um, I'm pretty sure he's QB7 in ADP going into the year. He's got a new offense, a new head coach. Did you guys know his head coach has only been in the NFL for four years? He's already a head coach. Who is he? Uh, his name's Brandon Staley. He was an outside oh, linebackers coach his, for two uh, years. Yeah, he's the... His- Dad is the founder of FedEx or something. Oh, really? I didn't Stupid know that. Stupid like that, yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? He was on Pardon My Take a couple months ago. <laughs> oh, Zach. Nice. Well, I mean, okay. you know, he, so, and then, you know who his new uh, offense coordinator is? Yeah. A little blast from the past for us Lions fans. Joe Lombardi. Remember Joe Lombardi? Oh, yeah. 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 So that's his new offensive coordinator. Yeah, that fucks. Exactly. So it's just like, there's a lot of change, you know. I, I think Herbert will be good. But he's, I don't think he's QB7 this year. I think there's just too many good quarterbacks. I think it's going to be just tough for him to get that. But I do think he's going to be serviceable. I think he's top 12 for sure. So I just don't know if he has, again, like we kind of talked about with A.J. Brown, he definitely, to me, does not have quarterback one overall upside. All right, so let's rank these three teams. Um, so, Brendan, who is the worst of these three teams? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> just so kidding. milky. Just kidding. Sam's the worst team. <laughs> Who's your worst team out of this group? Sam. Sam, okay. Brandon, what about your number two team? This is where it's intriguing. To yeah, me. this is where it's tough. Um, I I think, and I, uh, you guys are lucky enough to listen to me twice in like a month period. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I had Mike and Ryan in the same tier. Um, at the end of the day, I went with Ryan here. I think his team's a little bit older, uh, 
a little bit more reliant on single individual players, and, and Mike's a little more complete, so I went Ryan as the second worst team. Okay. What do you got, Colin? I want Mike second, the, well, <coughs> the middle of the three. Okay. I don't have a bunch of reasoning. That's fine. Okay. And then do you have any reasoning then, Brendan, for putting Mike as your top team? I just think he's got... <laughs> <laughs> it's because you just hit puberty? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Um, <laughs> I I just think Mike's a little more complete on every position group um, than Ryan is. Okay. Uh, do you have any reasoning, Kellen, for putting Ryan ahead of Mike? I just think he has an overall better all but better team. He's got the best players in fantasy football. Um, I think just overall he's stronger. Okay. I, I have Ryan. Well, <clears throat> I guess we'll save that. Go, go ahead. So, what do you think uh, Sam's record is then this year, Kellen? Uh, Sam's record, uh, I got four and ten. No four and playoffs. ten. And yeah. more importantly, does he have a shot at one on one? hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I think four and ten might be might be generous. But... Okay. What do you got there, Brendan? I got my three and eleven, and he has no shot. It's Corey's hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Okay. All right. So, meat and potatoes here. So, Kellen, you had Mike. As the second best team of this grouping, does Mike? What's his record, and does he have a shot at the playoffs? I got him at seven and seven, no playoffs. Okay, unless he has Mike Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and historically speaking, so seven and seven would put him in the running. Um, yeah. And then so he's fringe. He'd be fringe. Yeah, with he, that, he's definitely but... fringe with seven and seven. I mean, he also has no picks. Yeah. So if he wants to make a move, because yeah, injuries move happen and he needs to adjust on the fly, he can't unless people mm-hmm. want to. Take a twenty twenty third pick. Right, right. That, that's what the Mike Davis deal was. That's I mean, what he offered. That's what, well, that's all he's got. Would be a twenty twenty third second. So twenty twenty third second. Twenty twenty three second. Oh okay. Yeah, I was like, the, what? Yeah, sorry. Okay. It made sense in my head. Came <laughs> I'm yeah. following you. I'm what following an idiot. You. So right. I mean, good luck, Mike. If you want to make a move mid season, because people are gonna have to wait over a year to use that draft pick. Yeah. So you had Ryan as your second team. What do you have his record at, and does he have a shot at the playoffs? I got him at 500, 7-7. Seven seven. Okay. Um, <clears throat> thing I talked about him a little bit at the um, last pod I did, the ranking tier system. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the, the knowledge and the resources to kind of move up or down wherever he wants to go. But right now I got him at 7-7. Seven and seven. And historically speaking, like we said, 7-7, seven and seven, puts him in the running it'll be interesting this year too because let's say you're if you're a seven and six team going into that final week and then we get reseeded you know you're probably like uh anywhere from a six seven eight nine seed so you have a shot though you win that game you have a shot to boost yourself and put yourself in that top six and squeak your way into that playoff so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be so sweet i'm super <laughs> freaking pumped about that. That, that that pod that week is gonna be fucking epic yeah. i cannot wait we need it's to put so the much two fun. Biggest implication people on that. I am fucking in. That's uh, a the French idea. people. Yes. Yeah, that's a great. Idea. Yes, that is a great idea. Yuck. So, yes, that'll be that'll be good. All right, Kellen, your top team of this grouping you said was Mike, right? No, Ryan. No, you said it was Ryan. Okay, I apologize. Yeah. So Ryan, what do you have Ryan's record at? Ryan at nine and five. Nine and with five. An early playoff exit. Early exit. Okay. But um, I mean, it's just Christian McCaffrey. I mean, yeah. Joe Brady, offensive mastermind in Carolina. He's are you on board with the footballers that Joe Brady is destined to be the head coach for uh, Cincinnati next year for Joseph Young so, Burrow? 
Um, I think he's going to be a head coach probably next year. M- maybe. Maybe Cincinnati. I'd like that as a Jamar Chase owner, I'll tell you that much. They're convinced. They are um, dead. I actually haven't heard them say that. No? No. Was that on the footballers or on spitballers? It could have been on the, or the, the extra pod. Oh, the extra pod. The, extra uh, pod. the UDK package? No, what's it called? Well, yeah, it's part of, it's part of the... You the get... unlimited draft kit or something? No, the, the UDK is a little different. Um, okay. Shit, I can't think of what it's no, called. No, I don't have access to that one. But, Shoot. I mean, I have that much of a believer in Joe Brady. I, so I didn't know who Dan Campbell was. MCDC. I'm, I'm fully aboard on the hiring of Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. But my... Uh, who I wanted to see get be the Lions head coach was, was Joe, Joe Brady. Yeah. And he is... He didn't even age, get a look. He's 31, 30. He's young. Yeah, he didn't even get looks, though, this offseason. I was surprised. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's still waiting to learn or still looking to learn more. I don't know. But yeah. um, Christian McCaffrey's going to eat, and Ryan's going to benefit. So uh, Joe Brady's going to scheme up some, some good shit for CMC. Feed DJ Moore. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Brennan. So you had Mike as your best team of the group. What do you have his record at? Got him one winner above Ryan. Eight and, six. Eight and six. I think he just misses. Eight and six just misses. This is maybe tough. he plays he Ryan. Ooh, in that last in week. that last week, and one of them squeaks in. Milk versus Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy a gallon of milk for the winner. <laughs> oh, two percent for sure. All right, fellas, that's all we got. Um, good pod, quick pod for us. It's very intriguing. Yeah, especially for the um, lunches. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. say me, I guess. <laughs> But I appreciate everybody listening. Um, we'll uh, get the number number three pod going here soon, and uh, we're going to take you out with some music here, fellas. Have a good night. Did I miss the kicker breakdown? What kicker? Who? <laughs> they got cut.